Series 2, Episode 2, Day 2. And this sees me walking from La Isla on the northern coast, inland, to San Salvador de Valdez. Sadly, the day was blighted by rain, so not wishing to damage my phone, I mustn't have uh, done many recordings. So a lot of the stuff today is retrospective. There's some nice little touches in there, though, so I'll leave it to the recordings to tell the story. Well, day two didn't start too well, to tell you the truth. After a good night's sleep, after all that very pleasant cider with Fernando, I woke up and it was throwing it down. But then that's par for the course in northern Spain, really. So, a bit of breakfast and off I set. Um, I had to put my wet weather gear on, which isn't much. You don't carry much on the Camino. You carry as little as you possibly can. So I've got a poncho. Uh, it's quite a heavy poncho. So in these sort of temperatures, not this that hot, maybe about 24, 25 at the minute. But it's quite humid, so you end up as wet on the inside as you do on the outside. So needless to say, uh, it didn't stop raining for about three hours. So out from La Isla to Colunga, through Colunga after some uh, some difficult way marking, uh, took a bit of a detour that I didn't need to take, through Pernus, one or two other places, uh, eventually heading to Villa Viciosa. Hola. Um, now Villa Viciosa is the uh, apple capital of northern Spain. So as you're walking in, it's just apple trees everywhere. And of course, what goes with apples? More cider. So as you get into Villa Viciosa, it's uh, what they call sidrerias. So, you know, cider houses, one after the other. Now, by this time, I was soaked wet through. My feet were soaking and they were killing me. So I really needed to find somewhere. But it's like one of those places, you know, it's like a, it's like a place in England that's got a good carvery. You find loads and loads of pensioners there enjoying themselves. So I'm going through Villa Viciosa and it, it's chock-a-block with bars, but they're all full. And all I'm looking for is somewhere where I can sit outside and maybe take my shoes and socks off. Uh, so anyway, I eventually found somewhere. Managed to uh, find myself a little corner, slip my shoes and socks off and free the Camino 10 as they call it get the toes out which was a great relief uh, a couple of coffees and a little sandwich and uh, put some dry socks on and moved on again beautiful countryside walking out along the river uh, but it's a lot hillier here in, uh, in on the Camino uh, Primitivo than it was on the Camino Frances and there's a lot less people you know by this time second day on the last Camino I did I'd had a full on afternoon session with uh, with a loads of people from Ireland and Australia and England and all over the place today I've hardly met anybody to tell you the truth uh, I think I've walked past three other pilgrims peregrinos walking the way but uh, no one's had the time to stop and talk uh, I've had a couple of greetings the, the salutation when, you, when you're on the Camino is Buen Camino Oh, which basically means, you know, have a good one. So I've had a few of them, but otherwise, not much. So it was no surprise, really, when I came to the end of the day and I uh, I went to my accommodation in uh, San Salvador de Valderíos, which is a beautiful place. Um, it's In fact, it, it's, a, it's a 9th century chapel. I'm going to have to shout a bit here because there's a tractor going past. Uh, a 9th century chapel, uh, Romanesque, 
with uh, a monastery built a couple of centuries later, and it's apparently one of the, the most significant uh, uh, religious areas in, in northern Spain. Uh, but they also have an albergue attached, which is run by the, uh, the nuns who, who currently occupy the, the site. So, having met so few people along the way, it was no surprise that when I checked into the albergue, which is a dormitory style with 24 beds, bunk beds, I'm the only one there. The only person in the whole place. Um, which was interesting, of a bit spooky in a sort of Scooby-Doo sort of way. Uh, anyway, notwithstanding, I managed to get all my wet stuff washed although it wasn't really very dry. They had a, an electric heater, so I was able to throw some stuff over a maiden and get all my socks and everything else dry, which was a good thing. Uh, very quirky arrangement for an evening meal there. You go for a buffet and you help yourself, and then they have like meals that you can then put in the microwave. This is all prepared by the nuns, by the way. Um, and then you go and sit down and, uh, and microwave your meal. Uh, so it went, went quite well, it was alright, it was filling It was uh, not something I'd eaten before It's like a, a local delicacy called callos Which is like a tripe soup um, Didn't look very appetising Probably doesn't sound very appetising But it actually tasted quite nice uh, So having had my tea Off I went to the local hostelry Trying to find a bar and a quick, uh, quick nightcap and then back to the albergue. As I say, still the only one there. And that was the situation that was to remain. But of course, when I went back in, I saw this huge spider. Now, I don't mind spiders. But when you're the only person in a huge dormitory, in a, whatever, ninth century monastery, and it's dark, very dark, you think, I'm not going to bed knowing that spider's here. Because it was a whopper. It had tattoos and everything. So, uh, I'm sorry. I must apologise for harming one of God's creatures. But uh, the spider had to go. Um, so, after that, quite a fretful night. <laughs> tossing and turning. To such an extent that I overslept. Uh, and uh, didn't get out of bed till about 8 o'clock. Uh, so, time to hit the road again. And it wouldn't be the Camino podcast without my journal entry for the day, which reads, 29th of the 8th, it's spitting, exclamation mark. In fact, it's full on, lloviendo a los cándaros, which is like the Spanish expression for raining cats and dogs. Late start today, loosener in the wet. San Salvador de Valderíos is the destination, if possible. Didn't stop raining for about three hours, by which time I was pretty damp inside and out. Although the poncho keeps the rain out, it does capillate in at the edges, and it's not breathable, so you get proper sweaty inside. No worries. Rucksack was quite painful today, but it's only to be expected. Waymarking is inconsistent, to say the least. Confusing in parts, and positively misleading in others. Monolitho on the road out of Colunga towards Pernus had me take a detour I didn't need. And Monolitho is one of those stone poles that uh, they have the arrows painted on. The yellow fletchers and other instructions need some refreshing. Smalls were still wet this morning, not surprisingly, so went in a bag and I'm down to my last pair of dry socks. Stopped for lunch in Villa Viciosa, but only a bocadillo at a largely unpopular cafe, so I could get my feet out. Made it to SSV, 
that's San Salvador de Valdios, about five-ish. I'm the only pilgrim here. Cutest little nun came to invite me to do the tour for two euros and to the dinner and breakfast. Total overnight, dinner, bed and breakfast, 18 euros. So I've washed my smalls, banged my head half a dozen times on the bunk bed and found a couple of cans of beer in the fridge. The Camino will provide. Make mention of a little Donativo roadside refreshment point in Casquita, where the Camino Norte meets the uh, Camino Primitivo. Have a banana, it reads. Yeah, I paid a euro for a banana, I think. San Salvador de Valdedios is Romanesque and Baroque. Booked on the tour, picks to follow. Dinner was interesting. Buffet with mains to heat up in a micro. Not the best, nor the worst I've ever had. Tripe in Callos was a first for me, though. Got my breakfast tray for the morning and hoping to be on the road early. By the book, it should be around 31k to Oviedo. Reckon I've done 30k today, so it's possible. The guy doing the tour of the chapel, etc., was clearly a hoot. If only I could have understood the jokes. Smalls are on a maiden drying over an electric radiator. Went out for a drink at the local bar. Could have sworn I saw smoke over the monastery. It's only been here since about the 9th century, so it might be frowned on if I've burnt it down. Reckon they'd let me know if it was on fire. So, in the absence of nuns running for their lives, I ordered another coffee and a brandy. Let's hope they're dry by tomorrow, and I'm not dead in bed.